infinity and beyond! No choice. Here comes the smolder. Some people are worth melting for. Wow. So great that gods would hang a picture of them in the stars. Float like a Cadillac, sting like a beaver. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Anyone can cook. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the World of Diz podcast. Today, we will be sharing our spiciest episode yet as we present the World of Diz Valentine's Day special. That's right, all you lovers. Today is all about romance. This is for those who have been married for decades, all the way to people who are single and ready to mingle. But before we get into this, let me introduce the team for today. We have Sydney Brown. Hey, y'all. We have Sky Gray. Hey, I'm definitely in that single Pringle category, not the married for 30, 40 years. <laughs> I feel called out a little bit, but that's okay. But hey, guys. <laughs> My name is Mark Bettingfield. And before we get started, <laughs> let's do some round table. Give everyone a chance to discuss their love lives, um, to share some Disney news. Uh, do you know? Update us. Give give us the give us the latest. We kind of do have an array of like we've got the engaged. We've got like I'm got a boyfriend, but just dating and not for that long either. And then we've got a lovely single lady who is going to find her perfect prince charming. The all in, all in the Lord's timing, you know? It could be a, oh, good. It could be a listener. Is somebody listening to this episode right now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's how God wants it to be. We'll see. <laughs> you never know. Well, none of us have really spent um, any sort of amount of time really at a park with a significant other. It's funny that we're doing this. I took my fiance to, um, to, a table service we went to um we went to eat at the wilderness lodge one time but that was about it uh but we're gonna go off of just what we think what we what we would expect i guess but let's we'll, we'll save that for later let's get into our news um i have a few things the um bob Iger announced that an avatar experience is coming to Disneyland. A lot of people are jumping to conclusions here and thinking that Flight of Passage is just going to land somewhere in Disneyland. I don't necessarily see that happening, but... The way Disneyland is set up, having been there, they don't have a good space to expand to add that drastic of an area without removing more. And they're already expanding the Avengers campus, so I don't know how big of an area it's gonna be or what it could be like do i think they could put a mini pandora area where they could put a flight of passage similar or something yes do i have a fear it could replace soren out there yes i don't think it would but don't even speak that they could do because they have my thought is they do not have the space to have like to put a huge, like, the extent to the that Flight of Passage and Animal Kingdom's queue is and things like that, 
They just don't have the space for it. They would it would literally just have to be the building that the ride is in. Yeah. And it would be interesting for them to actually theme even like the Soren building. But Soren is a staple there. That's where Soren's it started. A staple there. They also have more room. Okay, I they have more room than you think for some things. I just and they very well could build that building. I don't think they'd be able to have as big of one. I think they would have to downsize it and do like two or maybe three because right now it's you've got four they couldn't do the full thing they would only be able to do they could condense it down but that would create a longer line but like the cars line when we were in the radiator springs racers line it keeps going and going and going you're like how long is this line and they loop it in so many weird ways they can fit any line they want there i don't know how but they can if anybody could do it, Disney could, but I just don't necessarily see it happening. You never know, though. Maybe they're adding something completely different, something that we don't have. So This is true. Yes, we'll see. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, there's a few more things that um, I'll let them, uh, Sydney and Sky take, but... One more that I have discovered recently is there are a lot of character meet and greets popping up that um, I think they're, I mean, they are coming back heavy. And there's some unique ones, too. Um, Frozone and... Um, I want to meet him so bad. How did I miss at, all these? He's at Hollywood Studios, uh, like, throughout the day, like, every day he's been there. Um, so has uh, Powerline Max, which... I know. Yes, I saw that. Which I'm excited to, I'm going to have to meet him, because I'm not a big character person, but I'll stand in line to meet him, because, you know, he's unique. The Incredibles are there. Um, Who else? Oh, there's been some um, other characters popping up in Epcot as well. My guest training to go to Magic Kingdom, like Tinkerbell is there. And, um, like, my guest, but a lot of those characters go and practice at Epcot. To like get some experience and then they go to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, there but, were some characters hanging out and training by the boardwalk that my parents aren't big character people, but they were with my best friend who's doing the DCP right now and just started a couple weeks ago. And so they were walking around boardwalk. Mickey, or not, sorry, not Mickey. Mickey was not there, but it was Donald, Goofy, and Pluto were all out meeting and greeting in their 50th outfits. But I think some, I wonder if some of the Hollywood studios are similar. That they're not necessarily permanent. They're ones that they're bringing back out. Have they been announced as permanent? Or have they just been out there because they've been bringing in a lot more and they've brought back auditions in full swing? Incredibles make a lot of sense at Hollywood Studios, though. Oh, I don't disagree with that. They, I think they had them there pre- They had them there before. Yeah. And especially, like, I think it was back even when they had Pixar, um, Pixar Place, that little strip. I think yeah. they had a lot of those characters meeting in there. But, yeah. What do you guys have? Well, you know, there was all the Tron stuff coming out. I've seen lots of varying excitement and um, frustrations from people. I have seen it as pretty inclusive, personally. They have a lot of different options for all different kinds of uh, disabilities and needs. And I've seen lots of, like, kind of rude comments towards Disney about it. And so I'm not really a fan about that. So I'm hoping that people get 
back on the understanding that Disney is on their side and they're completely different than a lot of other theme parks and their inclusivity of people with disabilities and struggles. So I want them to get off of this like huge tangent that I've seen all over social media lately uh, about the Tron coaster. Cause yeah, it's, it's shaped differently. It's kind of similar to Flight of Passage. You're front facing, like it's, mm-hmm. it's a smaller space, but they have that awesome car in the back that um, Sydney has some really cool details on too, that she can add that I think is really trying to help make it inclusive to kind of bridge that gap. So I don't know. It's supposed to be because that's where the wheelchair can go. So technically, I don't know if this is correct, but I want to say that they could put a wheelchair or a wheelchair user on any single one, like on all of the ride vehicles, you can put it, which is really helpful that most rides don't have that. Most rides, like if you're doing a boat ride that you aren't able to transfer from, you have to wait for that specific boat to come around or they have to put it on the track. And like flight of passage and things, you have to be able to go up the stairs. You have to be able to transfer on your own. You can't stay on it. And this ride is allowing you in every single ride vehicle, from my understanding, to be able as a wheelchair user to get over. And things like I go to disabilities and things, it would be a lot easier for sensory and things if you're sitting, if they can do roller coasters and they're okay with that from a sensory standpoint. But they might not be okay with the sitting down and that, that the sitting in the car, you get to experience it, which is awesome because not all roller coasters, a lot of, yeah, a lot of the ones at Universal and things aren't. Like, if you're not average size in terms of height and weight, you can't ride. Like, I have a friend who, bless his heart, he is in high school. I think he's six, seven now. But he couldn't ride Mission Space because the restraint wouldn't fit over his head. And then they went to Universal. And I'm like, how many of these rides could he not ride when they were in Universal? Because his marching band just went down and marched. And I'm like... I know those universal rides, a lot of them secure over your head and different things. There are probably a few that he couldn't do, which is so weird, but he's just tall too. He can't do a lot of the like ones because he's just too tall for them. It's actually really cool that Disney has made Tron like this. When the original Tron is, when, was, when did Shanghai open? 2016? So Tron is it actually, it's a seven-year-old roller coaster and I'm guessing the original Tron is not set up like that. So I think it's neat that they, yeah, I think it's neat that they actually included that option now, and they're doing that with pretty much every attraction that comes out. Um, Now, even if you like go on Guardians, which is the most recent coaster, those seats are so, like, they're just big. They're so spacious, and when you get in next to somebody, you're not worried about being smashed up against each other it's but disney's really wanting to kind of lead the way on a lot of that stuff so i i'd be very careful it were me to listen to a lot of that that's just kind of going around rumors wise about it um i think that disney's being very doing a very good job at just being open to all these things yeah, I agree with that. The other, some of the other big news I have is the 7,000 jobs that are um, being taken away from Disney. And like, as a former cast member, that hits my heart. There were over 10,000 when, in 2020, when 
um, college program kids were kind of, and I know that that's like in, and I know that when they, they came back to work, how hard it was on all the cast members because they didn't have the capacity and they were working so much more. Now it's not supposed to hit the parks. It's supposed to hit on the business side, but that's still like from a business standpoint, from an, from someone who's in human resources, that just hurts my heart to know that there are so many people being impacted by that 7,000 in the scheme of Disney is not a lot of jobs, but that's still a lot that thousands of people losing their jobs in the next couple of weeks. So be thinking of that, especially as you're at the parks and doing different things because those people are hurt and their, their friends have been cut and things like that. Yeah, this is over. I mean, everything. And when I say everything, I mean like those 7,000, those like anything that Disney owns. So we're talking like, ESPN, ABC, Fox. Um, I think parks are included, but parks is not a big impact. Parks spot. isn't getting parks isn't getting as big of an impact because they were already impacted and still haven't fully recovered from COVID. Whereas a lot of those uh, areas have recovered more from COVID too in terms of casting. Parks just started bringing back full. Um, I believe they are fully doing entertainment again in terms of they're doing all of the auditions and things. They started those back up. So they are trying to finish bringing back all the cast members and add the new ones in so that they can hold the post-COVID capacity again and the pre-COVID capacity for entertainment. Yeah, and you have to remember that Disney is a business. It's, But you also, it is hard to think through that stuff because Iger does have a big plan under his belt and is trying to replace a lot of what um or undo a lot of what Chapik has done and this is kind of part of it um is what he's explained so it's still hard though it's not it's not a fun thing to talk about it is interesting though that they announced those 7,000 and we know they're coming from all different parts when they also announced a bunch of sequels today, which is going to require a lot, a lot, a lot of work and help. Because oh, tell us about it. Tell us about those sequels, ma'am. They announced okay, so I am this I'm I'm announcing my least favorite one, the one that kind of actually makes me mad first. Because there shouldn't have been more. And they made a fourth. That's oh, Toy Story Five. Yeah. Guys, Toy Story 4 yeah. was so upsetting to me. If you want to talk about my least favorite, my least favorite. Oh, no. I was I, seriously halfway through this movie. I'm like, they're ruining this whole thing. And spoiler alert, at the end, what do what you like? Do? I'm like, this is against anything Toy Story's ever stood for. And yeah, Toy Story 3 was the perfect way to end it. They should have stopped. I think they've had so much. I wonder if they're like, we need to do better because everyone hated Toy Story. Most people hated Toy Story 4. People who had seen the originals and like grew up watching them. People who had just seen 4 weren't as mad. People like kids and things were like, four. oh. Hmm? People under the age of 10 loved 4. Yes. Because it was the characters and all that. Well, that's how we saw it too. You're missing the rest of the story, guys. You just, when, when you get older, you'll understand why we're mad. <laughs> but why are they making a fifth? People are, Woody's gone, so how are they making a fifth? And then people also didn't like, uh, a lot of people didn't like Lightyear. 
I never I saw it. You Woody will be in it again. Yeah, I haven't even seen Lightyear yet, so I can't even say. I feel like a fake fan in saying that. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen a lot of Got to get right in there. Hey, yeah, it just doesn't look appealing. Poster yeah. Two is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. I think I've said that in an episode before, but it's anyway. Talk about the other ones. Mm-mm. I'm gonna say not. Mark's favorite for last. The one that I think Mark is most excited about. Um, as he's like, you guys can't see him nodding his head in excitement. So next is what I'm very excited about. I just don't want them to put in the park, and that is Zootopia Two. I like Zootopia. Yes, yes. I think it was. I liked the movie. I thought it was a cute movie. I think they could do a good job making a second one. I think it, compared to other movies, I'm happier to see it get a second one than other movies that could have gotten a sequel. Yeah. I just don't want it to be, um, I really don't want this to hit Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I really don't. Um, But... I feel a little bit attacked from our Imagineering episode when I said it should hit Animal Kingdom, but okay, Mark, you get in there with your staff. I'm saying I don't want it to hit like a whole, like make a whole land out okay. of it, because that's I what think I could happening. They could do an area yeah. out of it if they don't replace any of the other areas. I'm sick Except of for Dino IP Land. He doesn't like Dino Land, so. I didn't like you getting rid of Dino Land either. Keep my Dino Land safe. You can add an area. Or, like, make it replace, do something that could replace Finding Nemo. There. Make it, like, an attraction or something that, and expand that so area and do it back there. Utopia, like, show would be really cool to do there. Because you can imagine, like, the props and sets and characters and stuff if you replace Finding Nemo with Zootopia. I think yeah. that would work. Yeah. You could do that. You could also, which neither of you have written yet, but there's a Monsters, Inc. ride in Disneyland that I could kind of see going for a sky when you ride the ride, you'll understand what I mean. You'll be like, oh, I can see it. Where it kind of takes you through the story. Where you go through the story and it's kind of just an immersive fun ride. And I could see you getting in like one of the little cop cars, like her little cop car and riding through the story. That I would also be okay with because I think that would be a cute addition. You're passing all different animals and going through all different areas and but it's not replacing an entire land. Okay, get to the, get to the next one. <laughs> Mark. Yeah, we're spending all our time on the news. Mark, <laughs> would you like to do the honors? They are coming out with another Frozen film. I'm hoping it's Frozen 3, because Frozen 2 was baller. That was a baller movie. I love it Frozen 2. It was so 2. good. One it of the best sequels out so there. Good. I, yeah. Sequels are never as good as the first movie. But when you were to say, and I'm a Frozen fan, I like me some Anna, Elsa, Olaf, Kristoff, all the all the yeah. things. I couldn't I could not tell you which one I like better. Like Frozen 2 came up, it delivered, the songs are catchy, it's a good storyline, the animation's incredible from it. It's just so good. Oh, yeah. And um but we'll see what happens. And we're not going to be getting this stuff for a while. But I was like, man, more Disney stuff came out in the past 24 hours than it did the entire D23 conference. Oh, that's the real key there. <laughs> well, I think also with Frozen has so, like you've got the two full length 
big like theater release movies. Then you've got all the Olaf shorts, which have my heart, where he goes through and explains all the different movies. If you haven't watched those, if you need just a good laugh, watch them. They are the cutest things ever. Then you've got all the other ones that are on Disney Plus that were Disney Plus things. You've got adventure. Yeah, you've got so much random Frozen content that I'm excited to see them bring out another one. I was like, oh, I guess I'll go see the second movie in theaters, and my family saw it without me um, because I was still, I think I was still at school. I think I was still at Liberty, and they went and saw it without me before I got home. And so then I told my sister, I was like, I'm dragging you there. And she's like, no, I'm going to watch it with you because I like this one more. Incredible. I, I like it. I'm excited. Well, that was a good chunk of Disney news. I hope you guys enjoyed that and got all the way through it and didn't cut it off because this episode's going to be quite amazing. Like, I'm very excited for it. We got a Valentine's Day special, so let me just go over how this is going to work. So I have five different categories, and we're just going to talk about our favorites and even favorite places, favorite everything. So everybody, it's all about romance. Everybody's going to share our favorite Disney couples. We're going to probably do like two or three apiece in all these categories. Our favorite Disney couples. Our top Disney date spots or activities. I didn't really know how to word this next one, but top three places to, you know, sneak a little kiss. Make some magic of your own, you know? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <Our> <laughs> Our top Disney romance movies, like things that, hey, this is Valentine's Day. This is the Disney movie we're watching. And our top Disney love songs. You know, you're dancing around the living room with your significant other if you're not in the park. And we're going to go from there. So we are going to start with our top Disney couples. I think I had it. Did you guys each come up with three apiece for all these? Yep. I came up for three, except for there was one category. I have four. Okay, Ooh, okay. Couldn't I, I couldn't. I couldn't take one out. Which one is it? I'm not going to tell you. I have to wait and okay, see. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with the order of my screen here. So Sky's going to go first. Share your number three Disney couple. Oh, no. Okay. Wait, did you both like, rank them, rank them? I just ranked um, my three, two, and one, yeah. I didn't okay, end up ranking so. I was debating. That's okay. Oh. <laughs> Number three is Anna and Kristoff for me. Ooh. Okay. I, they're so cute. I have Anna braids today. I love them. Mm-hmm. Did you have Anna or Kristoff on your list, Cindy? They were ones I had. That was This was my one that had 12 to start with. And um, Michael, my boyfriend, was laughing at me as I was sitting there going, I have 12. I need three. <laughs> so, no, they, they got taken off. They were. They got taken off. I I actually really like this pick. However, did you guys get the vibe at some point in the second movie that, like, I don't know. I just felt like Kristoff loved Anna more than Anna loved Kristoff. You know? I just just got the vibe just during part of it where I was like, this girl needs to, like, step up. She loved her sister more than she loved Kristoff. Which we love to see. That's, I wouldn't say that she didn't love him equally, 
he doesn't. She just had the a greater love for Elsa than for Kristoff in that movie. What if what if Anna's just not the kind of princess or person that like shows emotion and love outwardly? What if she's not one of those people? You know? Yeah, she, I don't know. She could be like that. I don't know. But okay. if we're gonna go this in depth with every did, couple, we're gonna I be here for thirty. Say, I was I like, Sydney, right. what's your, give me your next. Give me your number three, Sydney. <laughs> I'm just going in the order that mine are written, because I did not, I couldn't rank most of mine. They were hard. Um, mine was Mary Poppins and Bert. Love that one. Oh wow, underrated. I knew underrated. think about it. Yes, I love that. That was one. Actually, one of my friends was like, one of I was texting with friends, and I was like, y'all, I need help, and they were like, underrated. They kept throwing out a couple other underrated ones. I won't talk about, but Mary Poppins and Bert. I was like, that's such a good one. I love them. Okay. Well, my number three, I always think this is also kind of underrated. Nina and David. It's from We and Stitch. My friends talked about that one, too. Can you? That I was mean, one that people This girl is literally raising. <sighs> yes. Like, Single literally mom raising Lilo. And, like, when if David is marrying her, she's marrying the whole situation that's going on there. And, you know, David was just, I mean,. You want to talk about a stud of a guy? That's... Oh, yeah. He breathes fire. <laughs> and he was along for the ride the whole time. He was more than happy to be like, help, I'll help, I'll do this. And, like, throughout, I watched the TV show, too. Um, and he was, the whole time throughout that TV show, they had, he was the same ways in the movies of all in, and like, let's do this. Yeah, it's all good. I love it. Nina and David. Okay, you're number two, Sky. All right, um, I... I think I have a memory. Yes. This one's not... Okay, it's not shocking that it's on my list, but I think it's shocking that it's number two. Uh, so I would say Tiana and Naveen are my number two. Ooh, that was an honorable mention for me. Because, like, for me, like, Tiana's my favorite princess. So I feel like in my mind, she should be number one. But no, I think she's just a solid two with her man. I like I... the sarcasm with him. I love that. <laughs> they were another one that I... They were like my number four. I was having so much trouble because I love them. I like the story. It's a better one of the Disney love stories. So I can yeah, I, I can agree with that. Out of all the Disney princesses, their love story is kind of the underrated one. I know we were talking about like Mary Poppins and Bert, Nina and David, like those non-princesses. This is a solid, it's a solid pick. Solid pick. Definitely. Okay, Sydney, who's your number two? My number two is Megra and Hercules. Love. Again, that, was, that, was gonna, that was gonna be my number three. And then I was like, wait, Anna and Kristoff are so cute. No, I love them. That's right. I, love I them. love Meg and her. I love that. Well, my number two is a classic. The ones that started it all. I I put Mickey and Minnie in there. I don't know if either of you had them. Oh, <laughs> okay, but Donald and Daisy but, like, is a better look. Come on. <laughs> like, come, it's, it's the classic Disney couple. That's true. That's and, a good one. I, didn't, I thought of the weird one. I felt like with Mary Poppins and Bert, I didn't even think about putting Minnie and Mickey. They are adorable. They are the perfect pair. I can't be obscure. Yeah, the rarities um, there. There you go. the The classic Disney side of me is coming out there, and I got Mickey and Minnie at number two. Okay, Sky, our number ones. Okay, my number one is super basic, uh, and it's Flynn and Rapunzel. You want to know so, what my number one is? I put the same 
Because <laughs> Another honorable mention for me. <laughs> Rapunzel at my heart. I feel her. So I really truly feel a lot of my personality is very similar to hers. So I'm like, mm, I think this is how I'm going to be. <laughs> I mean, you were talking about someone that went the distance. That was Flynn. Yes. Yeah. I agree. At the end of that movie, I mean, that is like the most, oh. One of the most just both gut-wrenching but also beautiful scenes. He sacrificed his life for him, man. I love, yeah. Them. They were my, they ended up being my number one as well as I was just kind of like ranking mine as I, as we read, but also I switched mine when I said them because I was like, no, I want Rapunzel and Flynn to be my number one. Well, my number one. I can't believe none of you guys. Okay, have... most likely on my honorable mentions here. So wait up for that. I can't believe none of you guys have this. My number one is Troy and Gabriella. I have them later. Don't worry. Mm, I don't know. They were <laughs> one of my problems. I like them, but they they had they have more problems than Megan Herc. Well, yeah. all these people all these people have problems at some point in. In their movies, and let's face it, if you got three drawn out stories of Troy and Gabriella, but I got some Troy and Gabriella coming out. I mean, you want to talk? Oh, it's so good. And Troy was, I mean, he's been setting boyfriend standards way too high since 2006. He, as in Troy? I was like, did I want, did I desperately want a necklace? So badly. My significant others, uh, Boyfriend's initial, you know? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, definitely. Well, Troy took Gabriella out on some really romantic dates. They went to the golf course. They went to the swimming pool. They went to Stanford for their prom. But let's talk about our top three Disney date spots and activities on Disney property. Okay, Sky, take it away. You're number three. Okay, my number three is classic for me because I love... This is, like, the only one that's kind of boring because majority of mine have been, like... They're, like, things, experiences rather than, like, an actual date date, if that makes sense. So, number three is dinner at Mama Melrose because I love Mama Melrose. And then it's in Hollywood Studios, and I love Hollywood Studios. So, even afterwards, you could just enjoy the park. So, and, you know, fantastic. Hopefully, by that time, <laughs> it would happen. So, anyway, uh, I'm so tired, but that's okay. Mama Melrose <laughs> is good, so it's a good, yes. that's a good one, so I give it to you. Let's go. Yep, and we'll be yeah, taking applications it. after this, actually, guys, for anybody Stop. that wants to take we will be, one of these two date spots. We'll be, we'll be seeing if you're right for her. We'll, we'll start with oh, that. Oh, yeah. You saw the application process will be. And I mean, obviously, she does. That's not super, ex- like, not an extremely expensive. Yeah, did you even say in the castle? Come on. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay, Sydney, give me your top three. Your number three. My number three ended up being shopping and dinner at Disney Springs. I'm a basic. I really enjoy Earl of Witch, so I, I just want to go. Ha- I'm like, I just wanted to do a nice, but I said, like, at Sunsex, it's so pretty. Then the entertainment comes out, especially during Christmas time where they have, like, the snow and areas and stuff. And then they've got the trees. It's really pretty. But just kind of in the evening around sunset. But, again, basic with the food because 
I love Earl of Witch. I just want to go have a nice sandwich where we can like sit and chat and then walk uh, around. You know, Disney Springs was almost my number three. Like, I I was really considering it because a night out there is just so fun and there's so much to do. You can shop, you can eat, you can dance the night away, you can do whatever, you can see a movie. But my number three, I put resort hopping. Okay, I, 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 that, you'll hear funny. mine in a second. Yeah, that's very your what? Funny. You'll hear mine in a minute. Oh. My gotcha. resort hop story. Oh, gotcha. Fact story. Ooh. No, Ooh, story. Like, I came up with a date for this one. This was my, like, involved one where it was like, this would be cute, then this, then this. Well, find a park, at a park at a park if you have a pass or just try to find a way to park at the resort and do the Skyliner route, which is my personal favorite, or do the monorail route. And you can even end at the Grand Floridian or Polynesian watching fireworks and, um... I mean, you go around, you get your snacks, you just, I just, we just like walking around them. You can take pictures. Um, yeah, I, I love resort hopping. You can go swimming. You can do whatever. Okay. Number two, Sky. My number two is finding one snack at each pavilion in Epcot and sharing it together. I thought of something like that. I, it wasn't that in depth. I was just like, eat around the world. But that's so cute. I love it. Well, I was going to do candy because my mom and I have done that a lot where you pick one candy from each country. And that's like our souvenir for our trip that time. And so that was what I was going to do. And I was like, no, we're going to spend time there. So why don't we do actual snacks? So especially that's with true. like the different festivals and things. So For all you boys listening, you heard it here that she is even willing to share her food. <laughs> hey, <laughs> All about saving that money in Disney World. <laughs> yeah, you're right, but I you're also right. love that you and your mom do that. That's a really cute one. I haven't heard of anyone doing that. I love it. Hey, Sydney. Sydney. You're number two. So my number two was Resort Hop, but I took it from, I want to start the morning. This is kind of like a daytime or like a day long, like Resort Hop to all the different resorts and do start at Port Orleans and go get some beignets because you've heard how much yeah. we love beignets. And then go from there and just go to a bunch of different ones and show people, show like, go to all the different ones, get some food at some of them, and then end the day doing the monorail loop and actually just end at Grand Floridian at Grand Floridian Cafe and get a good dinner at Grand Floridian Cafe and watch the fireworks from near the wedding pavilion area has a walkway where they have, you can see the fireworks, but then the electrical, the electric light parade will go past and that's cute. Cute, cute, very cute. Well, for my second one, and we're gonna we're trying to speed up here, but um, hey, we're just enjoying this. I'm having fun. My number two, give me the Epcot festivals, whatever festivals going yeah, on, just go and just experience it. Like Festival of the Arts going right now, you can go and have a full fun day at Epcot without even riding a single ride. You just go around and you eat the booth, you eat at the booths, um, uh, you eat at the booths. You just observe the art. You take in a concert at the end of the day. Um, you know, yeah. So there's my number two is the Epcot Festival, whatever one is going on. That's a good one. Okay. So my number That's one is kind of basic, but also kind of not. So something about me is my favorite thing in the entire world is ice cream. And so boys. to me... To me, fireworks, um, especially um, happily ever after that's returning soon, 
And ice cream, especially the ice cream cookie sandwich with the chocolate chip cookie and then cookies and cream ice cream with a side of peanut butter for my ice cream choice to watch the fireworks and enjoy our time. And I don't want to be up close to the castle. Please, no. We need to just take a breather and just like hang out. You know, it doesn't have to be super close because we've already seen it before. Hopefully at this point he will have, uh, but uh, I for sure will have. And I'll need a little bit of a distraction anyway, so I don't sob while I'm watching Happily Ever After like I usually do. So You heard it here, boys. You heard it here. <laughs> Mark, that is, every is, listener is going to be so tired of that. <laughs> my sister's go-to is the ice cream cookie sandwich, but we've never gotten it with peanut butter. And I, you blew my mind, and I think I'm going to blow her I'm mind later. To try yes. that. And I'm going to try You can do it with caramel or hot fudge, too. <gasps> yeah. Super you cool. might convince me to get it. So even if you don't find a date, you just come down with my family and you and my yeah. sister can split it. And because those things are huge too. Yes, now, they are huge. I, I probably to finish. I'm like, could I finish it? Maybe. If you have any dinner, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like sometimes on those days, we'll just get that other dinner, like ice cream for dinner. Yes. That's our food. Okay. So. Sorry, right, way to go. Okay, you're number one, Sydney. My number one is ending the day watching the fireworks from the Polynesian beach with some nice, cool Dole Whip, just getting to stand there and they pump the music through and it's so pretty and I love it. I've gotten to, I love watching the fireworks from there and I've done a lot of studying on that beach and I love Dole Whip, so. Yeah, my, my number one's basic too, actually. I think we all three kind of like saved our basic one for number one, but um, I said just get any table service and just enjoy it. Yeah. Like, go to a sit-down restaurant and, like, enjoy a nice Disney meal together. Uh, you know, not we're not talking Cosmic Rays. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking Crystal Palace type of thing. Go sit yeah. down, enjoy each other um, with all the Disney vibes of everything taking place around you. Okay. Yep. The one that you guys have all oh, been no. for. This is the one we tried to veto low-key, but uh -uh, we uh -uh. were told otherwise. Guys, we'll try our best to keep it rated G. but We will be keeping it. <laughs> we're yes. talking the top three places. You know, sneak a little kiss. You know, create some magic. Do your oh thing. Oh, gosh. My number Make three is the Japan gardens that are like off behind. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> back there. Yes, it's pretty back there. It's like back behind where the little um the little hut where you can get like the packing and stuff. I literally cannot think of the name of it. But it's back there and there's like water and like all of the beautiful flowers and that's where the little Remy statue is when they did the um oh no food and wine festival. There it is. When I did the Food and Wine Festival, that's where they hid the Remy. I actually had to ask a cast member. I was like, I'm stuck. We've been searching forever. And they're like, oh, he's hidden way back there. And so I had to run back and find him. And that was honestly one of the first times I'd spent any length of time back there. And I thought this was super cool. And it's kind of out of the way. So there's no yeah, it's not crowded. Not a lot of people around. So yep. that's that's the time. It's the time. There you go, Mark. Okay. <laughs> Hit it up with your fiance. <laughs> Okay, Sydney. Oh, no. Okay, Mine Sydney. is the most basic, but also easiest place you could. Just on the Skyliner, crossing over. It's really pretty. Going to towards the Riviera area. The Skyliner. That is, I know. That's why I was like, I didn't want to put it, 
but also I didn't like any of my other options better. So, and I kept getting repetitive and I kept just saying during fireworks and I was like, yeah, no, you're going bye-bye. I mean, you see a newly married couple or somebody that's just, you know, in that dating, then like you see them just getting on the Skyliner. You know exactly what's about you to know. happen. You oh, know what's sure. about to go down on that Skyliner. But um, my number three... <laughs> We have kids that listen to this podcast. My mom listens to this podcast. <laughs> my sister listens to this podcast. My number listen, three. Mark, get out of here. You're my number three mind. is Peter Pan's flight flying over London. No. <laughs> With screaming kids boat? around you? With the pixie dust bar? Yes. Oh my God. When cring- like, Mark is like, I'm done cringing. I want to ki- give you a kiss now because I'm too cringed out from... The pixie dust. No, I mean, think about it. You got, you are flying just over London. Nobody else is with you. You're just in your own little cart. And, you know, there you go. It's just romantic. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Scott, your number two. So, my number two is, <laughs> I think it's even kind of interesting. <laughs> responses because I thought it was hilarious when I thought of this. Because I was thinking the same concept as Mark. Like, what ride is there that you can, like, you're kind of it's obscured, you know? Yeah. So I'm seeing um, Haunted Mansion. <laughs> it's so close together. And, like, you're completely enclosed, okay? <laughs> and it's just the two of you. And then you have that one part where you're falling down into the graveyard. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> perfect. There it is. And you it's always dark. get stuck in that ride anyway. So, I mean, hey. I, mean, I think I can count on one hand the times that I've ridden it and not gotten stuck. So, um, <laughs> I think it's just asking for it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong in that, yeah. I, I Like, everything does... <laughs> Oh no. Yeah. But I the, the okay. theming throws it a little bit. That was the thing. No, it's not a romantic the theming theme throws at all. It, but it's dark. Nobody's going to see yes. anything. Yeah. The well, no one's going to see it. I know where some of the cameras are in that place. And follow up to that. I know cast members have seen things. And not just Code Grandmas. Okay. Sydney, give us your number two. Um, My number two is back in the. Rose Garden in the UK Pavilion. No, that was my number one. Oh, I'm sorry. Really? No, it's okay. Spoiler alert. There it is. It used to be a lot more calm, like in the back area. Sometimes they would have concerts there, but then they've taken them away since COVID. And it's kind of normally quiet back there. And it's cute. I like it back there. Yeah, me too. Well, my number two. My number two is very similar to Sky's number two. Kind of same route. But this time we're going on the people mover, specifically the dark tunnel. Okay, so I was going to put that, but you then you had already joked about it. Your face. And you get stuck back there a lot. And it's a, it's a nice little place to make, I don't know. I don't, you know, do your thing. The people mover is precious. And the cars are so close together. No. Nobody's going to see it, though. You're that dark tunnel. Nobody's going to see anything happen. Yeah, okay. Cool. Okay. Um, Sky, I guess, already gave us the number one. But, um, yeah. Why is it your number one? 
Huh? Why is it my number one? Oh, I don't know. I think it's just really cute and sweet back there. Plus, I love the UK Pavilion anyway. It has a really special place. I really love it. I, even when I was a kid and I used to, like, pull my hair out when I had to go to Epcot because it was always my mom's favorite park. It was not my favorite place because there was just nothing I could really do. There were nothing exciting for kids there. So, I was like, eh, I don't like this. But the UK Pavilion was the one place that I was always excited to go as a kid. So, I don't know. I think it has the pretty factor and it also has the just nostalgia factor as well. And it's like there's never a ton of people back there. So, that's fair. Love and it. you might even glance a character, you know? Like a character might be back there while you're hanging out, you know? Yeah, I just don't want characters watching. Okay, well, if it's just a peck mark. <laughs> Okay, well, Mark. (laughs) Wait, okay, give us your number one, Sydney. My number one is during fireworks back in New Fantasyland because the front of Fantasyland, right behind the castle, and like some of those areas are closed off and they've got the sprinklers going at night and during fireworks time. But back in New Fantasyland, kind of by like Ariel's Grotto, you could just stand there, watch the fireworks, not from the crowded area, but you can still see all the fireworks and hear the music. And it's kind of, it would be romantic and cute, but it's also not, like, the crowd and the craziness, which is nice. Okay. Well, my number one, all three of mine are at Magic Kingdom. My number one is the caves at Tom Sawyer Island. (laughs) No! No! No, Wait, what? Don't at me for the skyliner if you're gonna say oh, the no, cake. the skyliner that's like what i thought i was everybody was gonna be going for like where's your time <laughs> i can't believe i didn't think of the skyliner we went for like sky and i went for a quick peck the skyliner was my joke one that i didn't like any of my others because i was like fireworks here fireworks it like watching the fireworks and watching whatever the new show is after they get rid of harmonious well and uh, i was also- being too basic there's our top nine, or I guess our top eight places to give someone a big peck. We'll say that. We'll say that. Okay, um, we're moving on past that part to our top three Disney romance movies. Um, I took kind of a different route on these, but I'm interested to see what you guys um, have to say. So, yeah. Sky, we'll just keep this going. Start with you. I feel like some of mine are going to be interesting. My number three is super basic and boring because it's to be expected, but Princess and the Frog is my number three. But my other two are very obscure, and, like, one of them is, I didn't even, I knew it was kind of Disney. So, anyway, continue on. So, Princess and the Frog is my number three. Good one, good one. I hope we all at least have one princess movie on here, but we'll see what happens. My third one is a little more obscure, but it's just a cute one, and that's Robin Hood. Really? The old animated one. What? Why? Well, it's, I'm sorry. It's Robin Hood and Mayfairy, and it's a cute love story. It's a good laugh. It's a good one that you can, like, you know, it, I went, like, more date night movies. Like, one that would give you a good laugh together, but it's also, like, got the lovey-dovey parts. Okay, that makes sense. But, I mean, I just watched it with my, my class at school, because I put on a movie at the end of the day when they're doing dismissal, because if not, they're crazy. And I just watched it with my class, and their reactions are not giving me romance right now. So, I... Well, that's fair. Thanks for ruining that movie for me. There we go. So sorry. Well, um, my three is... I'll get my basic one out of the way, I guess. But it's a solid. I'll. Well, we talked about it earlier. Give me Tangled for the number three. 
That's my number two. Okay. Yep, okay. Stole it. There it is. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. We're saving time here. <laughs> okay, my number two, Cindy already shared hers, was actually the parent trap. The new one with Lindsay Lohan. Because okay. it's fun, it's funny, and then there's the romance of like them trying to get their parents back together, and there's like love and that type of thing. Plus, it's fun. Okay. I'm torn between why didn't I think of that, and also don't come at me for my Robin Hood anymore. <laughs> my parent trap is like half laughs too. I mean, sticking a lizard on the on her head, and <laughs> it's hilarious. And you've got the kind of like sweet rom com, the kids trying to get everybody back together. Yeah, that's true. I think and the then, second one's better than the first, the, the original. Yeah, they're, I agree. They're almost, in my mind, they're the same story, but they're very different stories. Yeah. I get that. Okay, well, you said you're number two. Do you want to go ahead and give your number one, or do you want to just... What's your number two? My number two is Starstruck. Oh, my word! Movie. Not me about to start singing. Starstruck! <laughs> yes! Oh, my word, that has lots of memory. Yes, I saw that online because I was looking up different lists of movies and stuff to get my brain going because I didn't want to do all of them as princess oh, movies. Yeah. And I it saw took, that one. It took everything for me to not just do three Disney Channel movies. Like, I feel yeah. that. Because, like, Geek Charming, that was almost my number three. Like, oh, no. I didn't like that one as much. No, that was too no, Oh, it's so sweet. No, it's a couple in real life. It was, he was abusive, so no thanks. Spoiler okay. alert. Ruin all of these movies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Guys, like, all of these movies will be ruined for you permanently. And Mark well, and I, I like, could have made fun. all three of these Disney Channel movies. I mean, I feel like I know what your top one is. Oh, you definitely know what my top one is. Go ahead, Sky. I, avoid, I didn't put that one, so. Okay, my top one is, like, going to be very obscure because it's considered, like, a Disney movie kind of because it's through like their network if that makes sense and you can watch on Disney Plus and it was considered okay. a Disney movie when I looked it up okay, which was interesting to me um while you were sleeping with Sandra Bullock Ooh. it is literally okay. one of my like favorite movies it's one of my comfort movies because I grew up with it I know it's weird to say because like why well, was a child watching this movie but anyway my mom loved this movie and so I grew up with it and I loved it and it's just for me so that one for sure okay okay give us your number one sydney my number one is hercules oh, it's the nice. couple it's the music yes, it's yes. just yes, the whole yes. setting it's just everything it's the romantic era like yeah yep and i love that, I love that. um my number one is any one of the three high school musicals yep yep knew that one was coming those things are my guilty pleasure. I can quote every every line, all the songs. I know everything about High School Musical. I love it. Um, Please make one of their songs your first dance song at your wedding. <laughs> um, no, Kentucky! No! Because I've already started... It's happening. You're going to beat me to it. I hate you. You already beat me to it. Yeah, well... Tune into my wedding to hear some high school musical at the dance parties. Live from Mark's wedding. <laughs> Guy and I are going to be live. Like, hello, guys. Yeah, hop on the Instagram. There you the are. Summer. Well, my number one is any one of the high school musicals. And again, well, because I was everybody's given all three of theirs, right? 
here's one honorable mention that I was hoping somebody put on their list that nobody put on was Princess Diaries. I love that one so, so much. But I like the second one better, actually. I like the but second one better, too. I actually—Michael and I watched that, so that was one of my honorable mentions because we've watched that over a date night before. I love those movies. It's hilarious, but it's also romantic. Okay, we're on to our last category, folks. We are now on two. Our top three Disney love songs. And again, this, this is, is another one that's hard for me to not rank three Disney Channel songs. Like, it could have just gone all Hannah Montana and High School Musical here, but I didn't. I didn't. Um, Sky, give us your number three. All right, it's perfect for you, Mark. Here it is. Your time to shine. Can I have this dance? High School Wait, Musical. That's, that's my number three. That's my number one. No. <laughs> that's, that's my for number three. That's my one of my two number three because you know this is good. the one that I had four. Oh my you know goodness. It's good when it's on all three of our lists. Is that your? This is the one that there. This one was my tie for number three, and my boyfriend and I. I sent him the video, and I was like, "What are the chances you would learn it? Because I want to like learn this dance, and I've never had a guy be like, "Yes, I would like learn the dance for you." So I started teaching him how to do lifts, and we I've started teaching him how to do ballroom and how to waltz. And, yeah, I love this song. That's precious. I love that. The um, Man, I can't say enough. I'm really trying. This will be a... Um, this will be a song. I don't know if it will be our first dance song. Like, it might take a bit to talk Chris into that one. But this one... And <laughs> Good, I, so I can still have it. Thanks. A couple other... Disney Channel's probably specifically high school musical songs will be played at the reception. So, um, you know how many of the high school musical songs are breakup songs, <laughs> which is all. Oh, no. Come on, mate. Can you imagine Night to Remember being like, <gasps> I, like I want all the groomsmen and bridesmaids to yeah. learn the dance to that, like, um, uh, to the chorus and like, right as the chorus comes on, like we all just come out there and do it. Like that would just be great. But anyway, awesome. that's really so cool cute. that we all yes. three have that on there. Um, which then sounds my number one. I'm going to, I'm going to give my fourth one. So go ahead. Um, Sydney. Oh, I was going to say, cause I've got my like other number three. Cause mm. this is the one I had four cat. This is the one I had four too. And I just couldn't decide. And the other one is um, beauty and the beast. And this one is about to have an extra special place in my heart because the lovely little angel I nanny for just, um, when was it? Last week, the week before, I got told that she is Mrs. Potts in her middle school Beauty and the Beast. And I'm just a proud, like, big sister for her and adore her so much. And I think she's been listening. I'm not sure. But, yes, yeah, so I'm so excited for you, sweet girl, to be Mrs. Potts. So it's got an extra special place now because... I get to go watch her in that at the end of April. Love it. Well, my number three is A Whole New World. From yes. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite classic Disney songs. And quite possibly this one or Can You Feel the Love Tonight? My, I mean, but this one, I love it. It's It's really good. I just love it. There you go. It's so the perfect scene that you think, like when you think of romantic Disney scenes, you think of this one, and it's it's good. I like it. Okay, 
Your number two. All right. My number two um, is You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan. That's yes. what I want my dad and I's first dance song to be. Oh, or- that's cute. It's our father-daughter dance. Very cute. Another one I love. That's Tarzan a good one. Overall, it's just an underrated movie, but... Yes. I mean, we could go on a rabbit trail about this. We won't, but we could. I almost thought about putting Two Worlds, which is not a normal love song, but when you listen to it, it's kind of just like... It's not a love song, but it kind of is a love song. Two are there, yeah. That's not what I... I did not include it, but yeah. Okay, so instead of giving us your number two, Sydney, give us your other number three. <laughs> no, this is my number two. Oh, this is your number two? Okay. Yes, my number two. It's Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Mm. That song kind of makes me uncomfy, guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It's John so cats. It's cats, and it's just, I don't know, <laughs> something about it. But that's just my hot take. The fact that it's lions. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think it's the lions that really gets me. I think if it was in a princess movie and it was that same song, I think it would be fine. Part but I also think that. Well, but the thing is, I really think that if it was in any other movie, it would probably, like, up the rating. Because, like, they're going at it in The Lion King. Like, it's intense. So, I I really think it would be interesting in another movie. I think I would take it more serious and not be as uncomfortable if it wasn't Cat. The Lions were having a Skyliner moment during this song. They were having a Tom Sawyer cave moment. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, well, my number two is um, I Won't Say I'm in Love from Hercules. Stop it! That's my number yes, one! Please. I'm gonna punch someone! No! And that's my number one! I have loved that song since I was like six years old. I used to belt it in the car. I Thanks. love that song. Okay, I'm always in denial whenever I like someone. So that's just so me. And then the fact that there's the little muses in the back, like, mm, just say it. <laughs> like, we already can tell, okay? But you just don't know yet. It's such a <laughs> good part in the movie, too. It is yes. such a good one. It just fits Meg. Yes. I love this. I love this song. So good. Oh, awesome. I love it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to snatch your number one. Fine. No worries. Just keeps happening today. <laughs> We're all taking each other's. We we. I'm surprised at how many we overlapped actually. Yeah, because there's so many options. Even but on that the just shows how good ours are. So yeah, Two of my date ideas you guys had because Sydney had resort hopping and Sky had my Epcot festival. The only one where we did not overlap was the three places to sneak a kiss. Um. Sydney, give us your number one. We did overlap. No, we did overlap to that one because Sydney and I had the same one. We did. Yep. Oh, yeah. My number one and her number two. Yeah, you're right. Burns. Okay. Okay. Sydney, give us your number two or your number one? Number, number one. one. Number one. I see the light from Tangled. Precious. Yeah. Good it's one. just, it's gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I think that one is it will age, will become kind of like that Aladdin scene, you know, with the flying carpet. I mean, one of those yeah. pictures yeah. of all the lanterns and stuff. Um, just really good art there by Disney as well to match yeah, up with the song. Oh, it's, I mean, it's just beautiful. If I want to do, 
Well, and it reminds me of, this is what it, it reminds me of High School Musical at the end. And I think that's part of the reason I liked it when I was younger is they reminded me of each other's and, and of High School Musical 2 where they lift up the flying, the floating lanterns. They do that there. And then Tangled was a couple years later and I was like, oh, now I want to do that. Well, the last one that I have was the one that I meant to put in the number two spot move. I can't say I'm in love to number one, but forgot to do that. Um, it's You're My Favorite Song from Camp Rock 2. Love, love that the Camp Rock. I, I thought Camp of, Rock. When I, I thought of, oh my God. All of those songs. And the Fire and Rain one, like, oh man. You're my wow. favorite song. So yeah. cute. So cute. Just solid lyrics. Nick Jonas singing his heart out with it. It's great. Awesome. Anything else that we've missed? I mean, this has been truly the spiciest episode of the World of Diz podcast yet. We were excited to share this one with you guys. I mean, I don't think we've said it yet. Happy Valentine's Day, since this will be released on Valentine's Day. Whether you're there with your gal pals or you're there with your significant other, I hope you have a great Valentine's Day. Whether it's Valentine's Day or Valentine's. Ooh! (laughs) Hey... This is this was fun. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the World of Diz podcast. We appreciate your support, and we look forward to continuing this journey with you all. If you have not yet followed us on Instagram, you can find us at the World of Diz podcast. If you have any questions, you could DM us there, or you can even email us at worldofdizpodcast at gmail.com. If you have not yet rated us on Spotify, go ahead and go over there and give us a nice five-star review as it will help grow our podcast. Once again, we thank you all for listening and we will see you real soon. Goodbye, everyone.